you guys ever hear about this thing they said about Apple products, that they have this deal with Hollywood where in a movie, if it's an evil character, they are not allowed to use an iPhone. But if they do use any Apple products, a MacBook, an iPhone, AirPods, and they seem to be the bad guy, that it later comes out that they're good. So, I mean, use that however the fuck you want to. But, uh, you know, it's another fucking useless TikTok that we fucking watch every day. Jesus Christ, it never fucking ends. I swear, it's going to be the death of us. Our attention span's already short enough. And now we have more video posts to occupy our mind for less than a fucking half of a second before we get bored with it. That's fucking pathetic. Uh, Anyway, uh, on the other side of this podcast, we're going to get into week one my projections, what I think is going to happen this year, and more than likely some jokes. So, see you on a flip. What's good? It's your boy, Howie Snickers, the host of the Dirty Mouth Podcast, a.k.a. Rap Game Rennes Dennis Reynolds. I always say that the wrong way on purpose. <laughs> it's a tongue twister, right? Try to say that shit ten times fast. Rap Game Dennis Reynolds, Rap Game Dennis Reynolds. Anyway, <laughs> just having a little fun. I just got done work. It is 5.22 a.m., but I needed to get this podcast out before the official NFL season starts. Now, isn't this shit exciting? We are about to get football until the end of February. Now, if you're a fucking fan like I am, cannot wait, and I'm sure you've been counting it down. My boy Chris, he's been posting up for his team, the rivalry they have with Atlanta, and highlights of every game every week leading up to the start of the season, so I know he's as pumped as well. You got to check his podcast out. It's just a game. That's a cool friend of mine, and he's also in this uh, podcast industry, so you know you got to big him up. So what I wanted to get into here is week one of the NFL season. Here's my predictions. Starting off on Thursday night, we have Dallas and Tampa Bay. Now, this is the game that starts off the season. Usually, the Super Bowl champs fucking start off the season. So, here's my prediction here. Dak is coming back from an injury. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is going to have to produce like he never has before because he signed that contract and he's been kind of quiet. Now, my boy fucking Corey Clement just signed with Dallas, and that makes me very happy because that's a childhood team of his. So, you know... The more the merrier. Uh, get that check, bro. Hopefully they give you some playing time because I don't really appreciate how they did you over in Philly. But I'm getting beside myself. What I want to say is the score here, it's going to be a barn burner. It might be the game of the week on a Thursday night. Now, I'm not going to be able to watch it, but here's my bold prediction before the season even starts. Tampa Bay is going to win this one. 31. Dallas is going to put up 28. Now, my brother-in-law said that he thinks Dakota, Dakota, that's his actual name, by the way, Dakota Prescott. It's like Rain, R-A-Y-N-E, Dakota Prescott. Dak Prescott is going to get injured 
in the second half. Now, he's favoring that le- leg injury, which means he's going to use the upper half of his body, meaning that the throwing mechanics are going to be a little off from what he's used to be, because he was a very two-way mobile dual-threat quarterback. I mean, he's not looked at like the Kyler Murrays and the Russell Wilsons and the Cam Newtons of the league, but I mean, he, he got some he got some footwork. He was doing this thing last season before he got hurt. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but he's not going to be as mobile as he once was. Favoring that leg could be his downfall, and it will result in a back injury. But we're going to start off with Tampa Bay being 1-0. They got the old squad back. Tom Brady is not going to lose. The spotlight's kind of on you when you play a Thursday night football game because everyone's watching. And Tom Brady's a winner by all sorts. Uh, seven fucking Super Bowl rings. You really think that on a Thursday night season opener, he's about to lose that game? I'd put money on it. And if Tampa Bay loses, you're going to see that man having a fucking fit on the fucking bench, throwing his helmet. And once again, no one giving him a high five. (laughs) Let's move forward. We're going to go to Sunday, right? September 12th, 2021. One o'clock game to kick things off. We got the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, there's a lot of speculation going on between the competition between Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. Now, if Jacksonville thinks that's the only holes that they have with their team, which, by the way, Philly signed Gardner Minshew, so Trevor Lawrence really doesn't have uh, (laughs) any competition right now. But it's kind of falls squarely on him, which I don't really think is fair for a rookie quarterback. You know what I mean? He's not really set up in the best position that he was when he played over in Clemson. All right, so here's my thing. Unless this man knows something I don't know, that offensive line is terrible. Their defense is on the down and down, and their running back cores and receivers are decent at best. However, I don't think they're winning this game. Now, my boy Tyrod Taylor with the Texans is going to be starting – over Deshaun Watson, which I think is very interesting because he's trying to get the fuck up out of there and he wants to go to Miami. Now, this game is a division game, so they always play it close. That shit's up for grabs. However, I don't appreciate how my boy Tyrod Taylor has got bounced around the league and never really gave it a fair shot. I want to give it to Houston just because I want to see my man shine. I'm going to give them a very low score of a 9-3. to Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be able to get that ball down the field. There's going to be a missed field goal opportunity. And it's going to be very short-lived. Moving forward, we have the Los Angeles Chargers against the Washington. Still doesn't have a name team. Now, I've seen they have, like, the Red Hogs and their Amadas and the Red Wolves and the Predators and the Presidents. Like, they, they narrowed it down to a list. So, I think after this season, they're going to come up with something. However, that defense is amazing. Now, Justin Herbert, I feel like he's going to put up... Uh, Peyton Manning type numbers, they can't get a fucking cannon on him. And he has a nice score for the receivers. Now, the excuse to be made about the line, uh, he has the same exact line Joe Burrow has. He, he's getting the ball out of his hands because once you fucking hype that ball, you got two seconds to fucking get down the field. What does it take? Uh, five seconds for the receiver to get 15 yards down the field? Look, you got to get that ball out of your hands and you got to make fucking snap decisions. And that's what it's about in this sport. However, Washington's defense led by Chase Young is not a bitch. You know what I mean? They're going to come out there and they're going to play. So that's going to be a very defensive game. But Justin Herbert might get the best of some of the corners in Washington. It's kind of shaky over there. I'm not too sure about that secondary. And uh, 
Washington no name land. I want to give it to LA in this game with a score of 26 to 14. But look out for Fitzpatrick because he's hit or miss. Now, he's the starting quarterback over there in uh, Washington. And I believe that he could put up some serious numbers. Now, will he be able to do it against LA? I'm not sure. Their defense has been decent. And they always have some crazy ass stat where they only lost games by like points of seconds every single fucking year. Now, it's their time to shine. I think like they're on the up and up and they're about to do something big. LA wins this game. Moving forward, we got Seattle and the Colts. Now, do you guys recall when Russell Wilson rumors were out that he didn't want to play for the team because he doesn't have a line and he's been running for his life. They didn't have a good running back, so he's equating for the rushing yards and the throwing yards. And then they came out and talked about how great their relationship was and he never said anything like that. Whenever something like that happens, I truly believe in my heart, in my mind, in my fucked up world, these conversations really did happen, but they don't want to make a big deal of it in the fucking media. So they patch things up and they pull them to the side and they're like, hey, yo, Russ, uh, you're making us look really fucking bad right now. And we're not letting you go because you're our franchise quarterback. Uh, we'll give you more money. Just tell them that none of that shit is true. <laughs> That's my fucking opinion. They got a DK Metcalf, which they keep trying to compare to Megatron, and I'm not understanding that because DK Metcalf's hands are shoddy at best. Uh, he just can't hold on to the ball. He's young. What is it? His third year coming in. He, he's going to make a, a splash, but we'll see. I mean, this guy works out. And he, he gets his job done. I mean, he's a fantasy fucking god, so he helped me win my leagues last year. They're playing against the Colts. Now, this is a funny situation because the Colts... Their defense, I'm not too sure about. I haven't really followed up. Their offensive line may be the best offensive line in the NFL. Quote me on it. I don't care. They have running game, and they have a wide receiver for it. Carson Wentz, can he get it done? I've seen some fucking ridiculous stat about the center for the Colts. Um, uh, I can't remember. It was either the inside linebacker, right tackle, left tackle, somebody didn't give up a single fucking sack for like five years are you fucking kidding me you have no excuses once you gotta get out there and you gotta show them that you mean business now howie roseman came out and fucking released some shit saying that in the four playoff games that the eagles played that they needed a backup for every single one of them. So if that doesn't put fuel onto your fire, I don't know what does because you guys are my dark horse in the fucking AFC world for the playoffs. Now, winning this game, this is going to be fucking ridiculous. This might be one of the games that go to overtime, like literally the first overtime of the year and week one. And I can't quite put my finger on who I think is going to win. It depends on how Wentz plays. I want to give it to the Seahawks with a slight advantage even though their defense is very shoddy. And I don't trust Russell Wilson rushing the ball. He's only getting older, and they're going to need to find a ball carrier because it can't be him to get shit done. All right, so uh, the Seahawks 27, the Colts. Uh, 21. And we got the Jets in Carolina. Holy shit. Now, right off the gate, <laughs> the Jets did Sam Darnold dirty. 
So I think it's funny as hell. Redemption week starts the fucking season off. Now, I'm a Carolina fan. You guys know from listening to me. What is this? Year number two talking about NFL games. Through and through. I am bleed black and blue until I fucking die. Now, Matt Rule, he's known to turn franchises and sports around. You're going to sit here and tell me that Sam Darnold doesn't have a chip on his shoulder coming into this game. Now, I'm not being biased when I say this. Carolina is going to destroy the Jets. Now, Zalk Wilson, he looks promising. Tony Romo said that he thinks he's going to be Patrick Mahomes type level within the next three years. Now, that's a bold prediction. But Tony Romo, he he's not dumb. He, he has a football mind. So he might be on to something here. This guy, uh, Aaron Rodgers, has complimented him. Talked about how he throws the ball around. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. The Jets are in a rebuilding, tanking type deal. So hopefully uh, they can do something to turn it around. But hopefully it's our time because we just picked up Royce Freeman, which as I read in the reports, everybody wanted this guy. He's fucking nasty. And McCaffrey might get the comeback player of the year coming back healthy. Now he sat out. He was able to play. But obviously we didn't have this man in because we didn't want to hurt him when we knew our chances. See, Matt Rule has a thing for turning these uh, teams around. So we'll see what he's up to. He has something up his sleeve. And I guess in Rule we trust until he gives me a reason not to. This game's going to be fucking out of reach by the third quarter. I'm giving this shit a 35 to a 14. Carolina wins and we start off the season 1-0. So we got the Bengals and... The Minnesota Vikings for our one o'clock game as well. Now, I'm not a Vikings fan to say the least, but I'm very interested in what Dalvin Cook will do and how Kirk Cousins flies under the radar every year. And he's a solid QB manager. Now, he's not goaded. You know what I mean? He's not terrible. He he has Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen on that team and they're just an amazing fucking duo there getting rid of Diggs it it just helped uh Jefferson shine because I feel like if Diggs was still in Minnesota they wouldn't be having that conversation now here's my question in football you need a one-two punch correct so besides Dalvin Cook who do you have really that's that third down back that downhill runner Madison uh he's decent But I feel like they're just missing something. They're a tough team to play. And they got a lot of heart. And their fans are extremely loyal. And I think they're going to win this game against Cincinnati. Only because the Bengals didn't do anything to help out my boy Burrow. Now, Jamar Chase, his fucking LSU buddy. That's dope that they're going to play together. But it's not going to help if he can't get him the ball. Obviously, he's going to be favoring that ACL injury. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to be put up to the test or not. There's a strong chance that Joe Burrow will be benched by the middle of the season. And he might be one of the biggest busts in recent years for NFL history. That is a bold prediction. But you heard it here first on the Dirty Mouth Podcast. Minnesota wins this one 24-13. All right, let's just move right along here. And we got Arizona and Tennessee. Now, this game's going to be a fun game to watch. Arizona's revamped. They got DeAndre Hopkins. They got Kyler Murray. They're doing things over there. Kingsbury's a fucking really good coach. But Tennessee ain't no slouches. They just picked up Julio Jones. 
right, Derrick Henry is a fucking monster. The play action, Tannehill is another one of those fly under the radar QBs. QB, he didn't really have to do anything because all he had to do was hand the ball off to his running back. So it kind of flies under the radar. But this man can win a game. He's a QB manager. He can stay in. And now having one of the most elite wide receivers to ever play the game, Let's see the difference that they make. Now, I don't know what was up with Matt Ryan or why he couldn't get Julio Jones the ball. Maybe it's because uh, Gage took over or Calvin Ridley and they were like, fuck it, we don't need you anymore. But I feel like he still has a few good seasons left in him. Uh, Tennessee is going to win this game because Derrick Henry is going to push somebody into the fucking ground with his pinky from a stiff arm, bro. <laughs> we're going to go uh, for the 30-21. All right, we got San Francisco in Detroit. Now, our boy Jared Goff is now in Detroit. And uh, what the fuck's my man's name that got fired? He was the Patriots defensive coordinator. Then he moved over to be the Lions head. And he's fucking trash. You got to forgive me. Uh, Patricia, I believe. That motherfucker, I don't know. He needs to stick to defensive coordinator. I don't think he has it yet to coach a team. They're playing the 49ers. Now, I can't wait to see Trey Lance play. But as far as uh, they're concerned, Jimmy G is their fucking quarterback. So we're going to see what happens. Now, Detroit Lions are notoriously known for being a bad team. And I don't think anything's changed besides getting a new fucking quarterback over there. I'm going to let you know right now, they're not winning this game. San Francisco's going to win. It's going to make Jimmy G look good and give him that confidence. He boosts moving forward. But don't get it twisted. Trey Lance is going to start. We're going to go ahead and give San Francisco the first win of their season, and they're going to be 1-0. and And I'm going to say the San Francisco 49ers will beat the Detroit Lions 28-21. Next up, we got Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. Now, this should be a good game because we have some new blood. Now, Josh Allen may be one of the best arms, if not the best arm in the NFL right now. However, (laughs) Pittsburgh is no slouch. Now, they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. Mike Tomlin might be on his way out. Roethlisberger on his way out. Juju making TikToks. Chase Claypool, manageable quarterback. He just needs our wide receiver, excuse me, he just needs to get his head in the fucking game, and then they got Najee Harris, the new running back, which is going to, well, he's predicted to be a fucking problem, but you never know with these quarterbacks, we're going to get a no name to ball the fuck out this year that no one ever heard of, so be paying attention because those waiver wires are going to be on fire week one, Buffalo wins this fucking game, it's going to be a tough one too, man, but I give it, Diggs might have a walk-off touchdown, again, now, we have Philly and Atlanta, but Philly's at Atlanta. How do you feel about that? No, they just picked up Mike Davis, the running back that we had in Carolina while McCaffrey was out, which was manageable. You know what I mean? He did his job. He, he ran hard. He scored touchdowns. But how long are they going to be able to do that in Atlanta? Now, Philly, they, I guess they're rebuilding. There's some QB controversy because they just like to have that shit over there. They have one of the best wide receivers in the draft. They're saying that uh, what's it, Jalen Rager is ready to play. Tony Romo's predicted that they're going to have an 11 and 6, 10 and 5 season, which doesn't make any fucking sense because there's an extra week. So how the fuck are they going to be 10 and 5? Or maybe he meant 10 and 7. 
I'm going to give it to Philly this year. Miles Sanders is going to have an amazing game because Atlanta's rush defense is fucking spotty at best. He might have over 100 yards rushing, so if you have him, I would start him in fantasy. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Philly starts this bitch off strong, 28-14. to 14. However, do not expect Philly to win every single game after this. I know how the fans get. They think they're Super Bowl bound after a fucking blowout, and that's not how that shit works. All right, now, this is the one that I really wanted to talk about. Cleveland versus Kansas City. Now, we got Jadavian Clowney, which got moved at linebacker from his original position in college. But now he gets to play back on the line, which might make him feast. Now, why did I bring that up? Because the Chiefs are starting uh, outside left tackle, center, left guard, all rookies now luckily that is not his blind spot but i feel like mahomes is gonna get blown the fuck up now i don't think he's gonna get injured on this particular game but i'm calling it now the denver broncos they play them twice a year Avon miller is going to tear patrick mahomes acl this 5:41 a.m before the season starts i'm calling it now you can go back and look at this shit mark it Hold on, let me look, let me look because there's a fucking timer when I do these podcasts and it lets you know where I'm at. 20 minutes and seven seconds in, I say Patrick Mahomes tears his ACL to 2021 season. And that's going to fuck with a lot of people's money because they're going to have some shit tied into that one. Now, Baker Mayfield is ready to go because they have the best two-headed back in the fucking league. We're going to, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to be a fucking problem. They already are. Cleveland is not going to win this game, however. Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way to pull it out of his ass. Uh, They're going to win and by a lot. I say like 36 points they're going to throw up to Cleveland's uh, 21. Green Bay and the Saints. Now, there was another terrible hurricane over there in New Orleans. And uh, tots and potatoes go out to the family there that have lost loved ones and their damages and ruins to the point where they're not even having the game in New Orleans. However, Green Bay is not here to play. Now, they had controversy all offseason with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and not wanting to play and them drafting quarterbacks. And there was some wild-ass stat where they haven't drafted a single fucking anything to help Aaron Rodgers out for like 10 fucking years. And if I was them, I'd be too. But it's all part of the plan. That motherfucker is going to play, and he's going to show these motherfuckers what he's worth, and they're going to pay him out big money. Now, are they Super Bowl bound? I never count Green Bay the fuck out. Saints, however, let's go on to the other side of the ball. Jameis Winston got the starting spot. This guy broke a record last year for, like, the most yards and touchdowns, but also interceptions. He couldn't see. This guy got laser eye surgery, which makes me think he's going to be accurate. He is a fantasy player's wet dream because easily he's going to put up 30 to 40 points a night, especially the way he was throwing dots in preseason. If you think I don't pay attention to that shit, you're a motherfucking fool. Green Bay's still going to fucking win, and Alvin Kamara might be the best back in the league. That's besides the point. I'm going to give it to him. Uh, 28-14 Green Bay. Moving forward to the four. 30 games. Well, 
The Chiefs and the Browns and the Packers and the Saints were 430 games. The last, the last two 430 games are the Broncos and the Giants and Miami and New England. Now, the Broncos and the Giants seem very interesting to me because the Broncos had somewhat of a QB controversy. They just got Teddy Bridgewater over there. Now, as a Panthers fan, he's not going to do anything for you but check downs. Yeah, <laughs> screens out the fucking ass. So good luck with that. But that's all Denver really needed was a quarterback. Uh, they have a decent tight end with, and they have good wide receivers. A nice little running back over there. Defense is stacked. They might be able to do a little something, but most likely not because it's the fucking Denver Broncos, and I don't really care for them. Now on the other side of the ball, the fucking New York Giants. Now Daniel Jones, he just he doesn't get it yet. I don't know. Maybe he he's not meant for this shit. Maybe it's not cut out for him. But there's no way in hell that they're winning this game unless Saquon Barkley fucking loses his goddamn mind, which is a possibility where he runs all over the fucking place because Daniel Jones cannot get open. He cannot find receivers. He's running for his life on the place, and he doesn't need to be. Just to relax and let the game come to you, and I guess that's something that he has not grasped yet. Uh, the Denver Broncos won this one, 14-0. Miami and New England. Now, Miami... They are on the up and up. They got Tua Ravioli, and they're trying to get Deshaun Watson over there. They got the receivers. They got the defense, man. This this team is stacked. They're just missing a few key pieces. If they get that shit together, they could be running the AFC East. However, the Bills will be a problem. Now, don't be shocked if Miami Dolphins are a wild card this year because I wouldn't. They're going to slip into the fucking playoffs. They did the one year with Ryan Tannehill. They, like, what, lost two games a year? But you're going up against the fucking Patriots and Steelers in the playoffs, and they're, like, the toughest. I would not want to face those two teams. Like, they're fucking playoff veterans. (laughs) Miami is the only team ever to go undefeated. But when was that? 72? Come on, man. We're we're going back there. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. And if it does, uh, more power to them. In the 8 o'clock game, we got the Chicago Bears and the L.A. Rams. Now, again, this seems to be the theme here. Fucking QB controversy. Now, L.A. picked up Matt Stafford, which this guy's a fucking genius on and off the field. He's played long enough, and he got to change the scenery, so he might be doing his thing out there. They got a, a squad and a half, man. They got Jalen Ramsey on the cornerback. They got Aaron Donald. He might be one of the greatest defensive players of all time. They got Cooper Cup, man. <laughs> this, this, this shit is stacked. So I feel like they have nothing to lose. But then again, Chicago Bears defense has always been tough to play against. It's going to be a battle of defenses. There's going to be a lot of field goals kicked here. I want to give it a 12-9 type score with LA winning this one by the skin of their fucking teeth. Probably as time expires in the fucking kicker makes a field goal that almost doesn't go the fuck in and Justin Fields be patient my boy you're gonna come out there and you're gonna do your fucking thing and the world's gonna be watching and that's why I fucking drafted you last but not least the fucking Monday night game we got the Ravens and the Raiders now the Ravens have been kind of fucking cursed here with uh, running back injuries for whatever reason, I don't know why the fuck they had their running backs out in preseason tearing their ACLs, but they're doing whatever they can. They just fucking signed Le'Veon Bell, man. That guy's past his fucking problem, and I don't really like his attitude towards the game. 
Do I think that he's soluble? Of course. That motherfucker can play. Like, you give him a fucking line. They're going to run Lamar Jackson into the fucking ground if you do not get a running back core. Like, they have to have something, man. He He's the running back, the receiver, the quarterback. He never fucking... He has a fucking squad, too. I don't understand. Uh, the Raiders are never going to be good unless they get fucking Derek Carr off the fucking team. That quarterback is one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. And he is the piece that's fucking up them being championship bound. And I said it and I don't regret it at all because he's mediocre, just like his fucking brother, David. And it is what it is. I'm here to talk my fucking shit. So thank you for fucking listening. Uh, You've been listening to the Dirty Mouth Podcast. I appreciate you all. I love you. Uh, the contest is done. I told you motherfuckers to comment on my shit and I will fucking cash app you money. But apparently, I guess you half listen to my shit. I just wanted to check to see who really gave a fuck. And that might sound like a pick me, but I don't care. I'm trying to get people to listen to me because I feel like my insight, I have a little something extra that other people don't see. But that's just me. Uh, until next week, motherfuckers. <laughs> Signing off.